Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. If you've listened to the Podcast Accelerator for a while now, you'll know that I use a term that I call the Podcast Content hamster wheel, which is where people tend to focus so much on creating new content that they get into this hamster wheel cycle of production, 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 and forget to actually create listeners for that podcast. But one of the biggest tools in your arsenal when it comes to this is, of course, your back catalog. But how the heck do you promote that? Well, that's what we're going to dig into here on the Podcast Accelerator today on this session. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, that British podcast guy and CEO and co-founder here at Rebel Base Media, the company that produces podcast websites, the managed WordPress platform for podcasters, Captivate.fm, the podcast hosting, analytics and marketing platform making waves in the industry for its simplicity, transparent pricing and human being customer service. And of course, we make various things such as productivity, our little tech startup, tinkering with podcast interaction in the industry. We are going to dig in, like I said, to how to promote your podcast back catalogue in just a second or two. But before I do that, I just want to give you a quick reminder that you've got about, about three weeks to take advantage of Aweber's 90-day free trial. Come January, we are going to be changing that up. So look, I talked about email marketing on the last episode, episode 96. People loved it. It got a massive reaction. People really, really responded to that one. And there's a reason for it. You know, engagement via an email list is important to any podcast and any podcaster. So look, like I said, Aweber, we're changing the offer up. 90 days will no longer be available as a freebie. So please go and check out Aweber now for your email marketing needs at markasquith.com slash Aweber. Okay, so as independent podcasters, we are all so very focused on being consistent with the production of our next episode. But wait, we're sitting on a massive inventory of amazing content. So how the heck do we use that? Well, let's be clear what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about those episodes that are a little bit further down your feed. They're a little bit in the past, but they're still great content. You know, maybe you've improved as a podcaster. Maybe you got some not some not so hot episodes. We've all got some dodgy episodes, I'm sure, that we wish we could redo. Well, guess what? We can. But what I'm talking about is the stuff that you wouldn't think would be valuable. And in particular, the stuff that you perhaps don't promote. But every episode that you've got is is a potential first time listen for a new listener or an undiscovered episode for an existing listener. What the, the first thing that I want you to remember, what you have to remember here is that 
Podcast listeners come from all sorts of places. Just because you think that people subscribe to your feed doesn't mean that they actually do. You've probably got a lot of lurking listeners that kind of dip in, dip out, listen to the odd episode. And with people like Apple now providing back-end transcription for search results and indexing, Spotify probably kind of doing the same somewhere, that's speculation. And Google absolutely doing that and serving up episode-level results in their search engine results pages as opposed to just a show to subscribe to. It's really clear that people could enter, just like your website, people will enter on a relevant page. It's really clear that people will enter your podcast on a relevant episode. And I think this happens a lot more than we think. I think it happens a lot more than we think. I'm speculating on this one. I've not done any research on it. I probably should do. But that's what I reckon, okay, that people will do this a little bit more than they think. You will, you will, you will be landing on a, on a podcast episode that you might like. You might be scrolling through a feed and saying, wait a sec, I subscribe to this new podcast or I'm curious about this new podcast. Outside of the trailer, what do I do next? Like what's the, well, it's the one that's going to take my interest that I'm going to listen to. Maybe not the latest one. So how do we promote that? Well, honestly, you've got to play by the rules to start with. So what I'm talking about here is that Apple Podcasts and a few of the other podcast directories will limit the number of episodes that you see inside a podcast app. So 300 is the limit of podcast episodes that Apple Podcasts are going to show in any one feed. Now, what I mean by that is if you've got a show that is 300 episodes long, that's cool. Everything will be shown. I can browse that episode list. I can browse the show, scroll through, and I can browse and listen to any one of the 300 episodes that you've got. The second that you actually produce 301 on 302, well, guess what? Episodes one and two at the right at the other side of the, of, of the, of the feed will disappear. So, so no longer will episodes one and two be available in that feed. So if I'm searching through Apple or any of the podcast apps that do this, I ain't going to see the earlier episodes. All right. Now, the reason for this is very, very simple. It's because otherwise podcast RSS feeds can get quite heavy. And actually, it can be quite slow to load. It can cause issues with with feeds and so on. And, and that's why many hosting companies, many places, uh, will limit the number of episodes that you put in your feed. You actually set that in your show settings in a podcast host. Now, the first thing you've got to do is get your house in order when it comes to these, okay? You have to create archives. So what I'm talking about here is that you collect your episodes up, and there's a couple of ways to do this, all right? Collect your old episodes up, the ones that aren't currently in the feed, and put them in a new feed. So if you host with someone like Captivate that provides unlimited podcasts, unlimited RSS feeds for one price, the second I get to episode 300 of the Podcast Accelerator, I'm going to spin up. The Podcast Accelerator Archives, episode one to episode 300, as a completely different podcast. I'm going to submit it to Apple separately, to Spotify separately, to Google separately, to everywhere else completely separately. Just say, look, this is an archive of my old shows. Is it the best way to do it? No, I'm sure the apps and the hosting companies, the providers can do better in the future. But right now, that's what we're working with. The other way that you can do this is you can take your back catalogue and your inventory. This is what I did when I developed my series podcasting idea way before way before Apple released the seasonal podcasting tags. I was I took my old back catalogue and I was categorising them by types of content. So I had 150 interviews in my old RSS feed. And what I did was I took those 150 interviews and categorised them four ways into leadership interviews, marketing interviews, startup interviews, and personal development interviews. And I put relevant categor- categorical content into their own RSS feed, spun up four RSS feeds, and submitted each one of those as well. So if you search for my name now, Mark Asquith, you'll see you build a better startup, marketing, personal development, and 
leadership interviews all in there, okay? So you've got to take care of that back catalogue. And what I'm talking about there is you have to make sure that you are making that back catalogue available in separate RSS feeds in all of the podcast apps. And if you use a host like Captivate.fm, you can do that at no extra cost. It's not like a Libsyn uh, where we're going to charge you for extra RSS feeds. We don't do any of that daft stuff. We just let you create as many RSS feeds as you want. Okay, so that's the first thing you've got to do. The second thing you've got to do, of course, is make sure that you are actively telling people about this content. Now, two ways that I think you can do this. Number one, just schedule shares. Don't go crazy with it, but every now and then, you know, once a day, drop an old episode into your library of shares, all right? If you use Captivate, use the embeddable Captivate player to embed that player into your tweet or into your social media shares so that the episode is available and just say, look, from the archives, episode 21, where I talked to Michael O'Neill from the Solopreneur, how about how to build a scalable WordPress agency, whatever it is, all right? Here's a listen. Here's an episode. Make sure you're doing that pretty regularly. Honestly, from the archives, you'll be surprised how many people with hashtagged up content, relevant hashtags, relevant content shared regularly. You'll be surprised how many people can boost their back catalogue of downloads by doing that. Okay, it's very, very clear. The third thing that I want to talk about here is kind of what I talked about on the last episode, which is curation. Okay, someone comes to your website what I want you to do is create a nice start here page on your website. Hey guys, look, you're new to the podcast. Here's what I recommend as the, uh, the, 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 the best place to start. Okay. If you're into WordPress development, here's an episode here about WordPress development. If you are here and you're on the website and you're new to the podcast and you are into building a scalable business. Oh, there you go. There's an episode on scalable business. Okay. And so on and so forth. So you curate these episodes on your website. You could even do a bonus episode on your um, podcast itself and release that, maybe pin that to the top of your tweet, uh, Twitter account. I do this with my trailer and just say, look, welcome to the show. You could even include this in your trailer. I actually recommend doing that in a lot of the advice that I give and do that in some of my stuff as well, where you say, welcome to the show. If it's the first time listening, look, if you're into this kind of thing, I recommend you check this episode out. And if you're into this kind of thing, check this episode out. And again, if you're using Captivate.fm, embed those calls to action into the player directly, okay, where you link to that specific episode on your website, for example, or a link to Spotify or wherever. So your, your, your podcast back catalog is an unseen arsenal of, of, of weapons that you can use to build your audience up. But it's actually really great value for people. You know, there's a lot of value in that content. It's entertaining. It's high quality. It's educational. Whatever, right? It's very important that you do that. Okay. Use that back catalog. Otherwise you produce that content and you're not getting any benefit from it. All right. And as a podcaster, we put too much time and effort into that to kind of let it go to waste. All right, so go ahead, crack on, let me know what you think. Go and try some of those ideas and let me know. Honestly, let me know how you get along if you need any advice. Hit me up on Twitter at Mr. Asquith. And tell your friends about the show. If they're into podcasting, let them know that this show exists. Do share this on social media. I'd really appreciate it. If you liked what I've said, please go ahead and share this on social media. Let people know where they can listen to it by sharing it. I appreciate you. Go and check out Captivate.fm for your podcast hosting. And until the next session, never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel.